And welcome to this week's bonus podcast uh, with me. My, <laughs> I have to say my own name there. With me, Michael. Were you waiting for me to say your <laughs> yeah, name? I was. I'm with me, Michael. And me, Gemma. <laughs> Gemma, this is going to be a great He's episode. Michael and <laughs> she's Gemma, and together Hooray. we are Wild Stallions. This is a silly what, episode. What's Wild Stallions? Wild Stallions. That's Bill and Ted's band, isn't oh, it? Oh yeah. Well, together we are Conversation, Conversation Street. Street Podcast. And today we're bringing to you a special bonus podcast about. Squid Game! Oh, we're jumping on that bandwagon. Squid Game's only going to be kind of hot news for I the think, next... I think the bandwagon it. has been... I think we it's left the station and we're... Never mind, never mind. It's okay. It means that up. everybody's had a chance to, to watch it, haven't they? So what we're about to do this evening doesn't sound completely utterly bizarre to you. So, um, yeah, we're going we're to do a good old-fashioned... Coronation Street character Cole today because if these these producers won't do it, it's about time we stepped in and got rid of some of them because everybody says there's too many people on the Coronation Street cast. We've said it. Every, everyone has said it. The cast is too big. We don't get enough time to uh, invest in all the characters. And what better way than to trim down some of the fat on the Coronation Street cast than just to have them all brutally murdered in a variety of creative and bloodthirsty ways. If you're not going to drop them down a sinkhole, then we're just going to have to bump them off. We're going to have to find other ways of doing it. Exactly. And as as Squid Game is the hot thing at the moment, that's what all the kids are. <laughs> I hope the kids aren't watching this. No, they're not allowed to. <laughs> Definitely shouldn't be watching this. Then yeah, we're, we're going to do it as well. So if you enjoyed the uh, episode that we did a month or so ago, where we did weird, um, crazy Christmas predictions based on names that we dropped out of a hat, you might like this one. Or, or maybe not, I don't know. Um, Gemma, do you, can, can, as, our, as our resident East Asian pop culture expert, <laughs> could you tell our listeners, for anyone who's not sure, what is Squid Game? It is a South Korean Netflix show, which is, how many episodes is it? I can't remember, seven? Uh, ish, okay. eight, I don't know. Right, so it follows a group of characters who are all um, brought together in an elaborate death game where they have to compete against one another with only one winner coming away with a big bounty of lots of money. And the motivation for these characters to take part in this game was um, mostly debt, debt issues. And uh, if you've ever seen the Oscar-winning movie Parasite from South Korea, you'll know that there is a big problem with social inequality in South Korea, which kind of um, permeates a lot of their media. And Squid Game... Um, is basically that distilled. So all the characters are very desperate um, to to get money for various reasons, and so they compete with one another to see who can win at the end. And some some of what the games. What sort of competitions, Gemma? Um, they are based on Korean childhood games. So a lot of them are not ones that you you recognise, but universally children's games are very simple and so a lot of them have similarities to games you might have experienced whatever country you grew up in when you were a child yes now if you if you see like the big the posters and the main uh promo for squid game you might see a a big scary dull kind of character and that's that red light green light game the first game of it we're not going to be spoilery about squid that game here by the way of the game that they played which is not actually red light green light it's a different game 
because we had to watch the dub because you wouldn't watch it with subtitles. No, I, I didn't want to so, watch the subtitles. So um, the game is slightly different in the original language. So but there are lots of games that are played across the world in playgrounds by children from various different cultures and backgrounds. And some of them are very specific to the country that you grew up in. And some of them are just, you know, you run around and chase people. Yeah, so in this one, it was like, um, they were creeping up closer to this giant um, doll. This doll who was uh, shouting red light, green light. And they had to stop when it said red light. And anyone who didn't stop got machine gunned down, basically. Yes. It's pretty so, brutal. Yes, yeah, so Squid Game eliminates ca- players by killing them. And it's called Squid Game because that is a Korean game as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's like it's a, a bit... wrestling sort of get to a certain area and don't... yeah, you got to stop it's your opponent from getting somewhere. If you're not from Korea, just just watch the show, <laughs> you'll get it. Um, yeah, we're not going to. It's not have... important for this. There's, there aren't really any spoilers for Squid Game. Maybe maybe one or two about the mechanics of how the game works. Yeah, that's it. We we don't want to. I mean, maybe we'll be able to convince some people to watch Squid Game. It's quite fun. Watching this, it's be but we thought this would be the perfect opportunity to explore not only Coronation Street but also talk about some childhood games that we um, had when we were growing up, young children in England. So these are some British school ground games that are. Might be interesting to you if you're not from the UK and also a bit of nostalgia if you are. Yeah, well, I, I think a lot of what we used to play in the playground is fairly universal anyway. Isn't yeah, it? I really think it's not really that complicated. Game, like, you know, the tug of war or whatever that's, you know, is that a Korean game? No, is well, that I mean, plays that? So I'm sure Korea, there's... Um, uh, tug of war is a time-honoured uh, Coronation Street game because we had very many, uh, you know, pub game. Well, as Albert Tetlog said, better to have tugged and lost than never tugged at all. Uh, I think Squid Game um, participants would disagree. Maybe, maybe. Um, yeah, so we're, we're going to so talk, talk about British, the right. things that we remember, and okay. classic British schoolyard games that are going to kill off some Coronation Street characters, basically. The inspiration for this is basically, talk about um, some British childhood um, games that we enjoyed when we were little. Talk about um, a new a pop culture phenomenon to try and get some clicks for our podcast (laughs) and also because we want to get rid of some characters on the show so we together have um have picked out 30 characters from the current cast that we want to get rid of and or that we wouldn't mind to get rid of michael picked the number 30 and then we went through and we picked because there's, what, 18, Characters. 90 people on the cast at the moment, so it's still going to leave quite a few. No, but this is a massive... This is really... This is brutal. Yeah. Just like Squid Game, it's it's a very brutal television show. I this mean, Bone Park is going to be nothing to, compared to this, is There it? are some characters that we are going to list that you are going to be mad about that we have decided to get rid of. Um, but that's all part of the fun. Yeah. Just before we go into that, what what are some things that you used to like playing when you were little on the playground? What did girls play? What did girls play? <laughs> did you like those skipping and My Little Ponies and well, things? Well, um, so my background is I went to a mixed um, sex first and primary school and then I went mm. to a secondary school which was girls only from the age of 11 onwards. So when I was a little girl, I used to play with boys and girls together, but I think it was a really mixed bunch that I used to play with, boys and girls. Yeah. Um, and then obviously when I became a teenager, I only really socialised with other other females. Mm. So um, when I was a little girl... And you left school and you launched yourself with the first boy you could find. Which is me. Like, That'll do. <laughs> I've never met another one of these before. Yeah. This one is, seems fine. Um 
So we used to play, we used to like run around and pretend to be, I don't know, whatever was a, a TV show where people were killing each other, we'd play that. <laughs> but I also remember we had this really elaborate Polly Pocket game, <laughs> which is quite a gendered uh, female uh, game where we used to, in our, in our schoolyard, we had tree stumps that were cut from a big tree. Yeah. And so because they were dead wood, the edges would crack and so there would be little sort of fissures in the in the wood and we used to collect like uh grasses and seeds and bits of grass and sticks and twigs and things and we used to put them inside the tree stump and make these really cool elaborate islands that our poly pockets would like jump between (laughs) i really enjoyed that i think it was very sweet how fun how lovely what did you used to do um i definitely remember you played i think didn't you play turtles and ghostbusters yeah yeah i think i did there, there was definitely a time where me and my friends martin and Stephen, and i can't remember who was the third one in there john maybe um would would play um make believe kind of game so we definitely played um teenage mutant hero turtles uh-huh. where i was michelangelo of course because i am party dude and we would also play <laughs> ghostbusters and i was winston zedmore and now i don't know what the reason for that one was um but yes yeah, so we used to do a lot of that but I, I I don't remember a lot of games games Ooh. there was. There was what? I used to play marbles. We never had marbles. We had marbles in our school and I got super, super into collecting them. We had all kinds of they were like shinies, cat's eyes, um, there were all the like uh galaxies, there were all these special names for all these different marbles that you can buy. Um and cat's eyes were like the, the sort of low low tier. You know what cat's eyes were? Oh, so when you have a clear, a little stripe, a clear marble, and inside was like, yeah, this like kind of plume of colour, and um, the the big, you know, the 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 rare shinies, like really big, kind of cool looking, pockmarked, like uh, I don't know, like metallic looking. I remember having like a really cool, awesome marble collection and, and people would like, there'd be various people at school that have like the coolest marble that everyone wanted. And did you play with them as well as So we used to like, so what you'd have to do is set up a marble and then you'd have to flick it, flick your marble at the other marble and see if you could hit it. Yeah. And I can't really remember the rules, but I do remember we had to have an assembly at school where the headmaster <laughs> said... Right, no more friendly games. You can't have friendly games because what would happen was <laughs> blood you'd sports play. only. Yeah, I thought it was a really. I think that's a really healthy way of sort of raiding in children's. Um, I don't know deceitfulness <laughs> because when we were when we play, somebody would win someone else's marble, and then they'd be like, "No, it was a friendly match. You said it was friendly," and then they'd be like, "No, no, it's not a friendly <laughs> match. I won it. I won it." And so they banned friendlies, yeah. which is funny because I think these days they would ban competitive Maybe. marbles. Yeah. And I also remember... Ban marbles. Ban anything. I remember my parents um, trying to teach me about conkers mm. and how to win at conkers, but I don't remember many other children really being that into playing conkers Well, we'll come back me. to conkers later because yeah. that may make an appearance on our Squid Games as would uh, British Bulldog which was another staple at my school. But I also do remember obviously football was a thing and being a boy I was expected to have a play at football as well and unsurprisingly probably to most people listening I wasn't really into that. But I do remember I 
I distinctly remember a conversation with my friend Stephen when I was moving <laughs> from middle uh, sorry, first school to middle school, and he was saying, "Oh yeah, when you go to middle school, you you have to play football there." And I did. I was like, "What? Really? I'll have to play?" And he's like, "Yeah, you'll, you'll you'll do it in your PE lessons or whatever." And I was aghast at the the very the really? very concept that I may You're be offended. made to play football. And I went to middle school and I was made to play football in PE lessons. But honestly, on the playground at middle school, that's all anybody played. So if you didn't. Oh, like really? playing football then sorry you just stood around at the side on the corner hanging hanging around so I spent a lot of time on the corner hanging around and then I think it became a bit of a thing and so my parents spoke to the teachers about what other things I could do and I ended up spending quite a lot of my lunch times in middle school sitting inside typing up hymn words on our new computers so that we had word processed versions for the overhead projector so that was my break time I was a yeah yeah a, a little bit um Little bit social issues there. I don't think again that comes as a surprise to anybody. But definitely football um, was the big thing in my middle <laughs> He's school. Such a nerd. Yeah, and then um, and then in secondary school time, then like, yeah, everybody played football then. So I just kind of hang around the ICT suite, <laughs> the other nerds on the computer. I so remember being. I'm not the leading expert on playground games. Basically. I remember at school I was one of the very few children that understood how to work a computer, and I also remember like the knowledge that you on a on a disc you could flick something to copy or co- so you could copy yeah, it there's or a little you thing that you could it. flick in the tab of a floppy yeah, disk and nobody else knew about this yeah. i remember that and the other really vivid memory i have of being in the playground was when we had lacrosse yeah um and i think in lacrosse or maybe this was just how we played it you had to tap so it's hockey sticks yeah. and a, a little ball and you had to tap the sticks together three times mm-hmm. and then you hit the ball. So you go tap, tap, tap. And then whoever got the ball first, mm. you know, gets to run off with it. And I was me and another girl. I think her name was Hannah. We went tap, 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 whack. And she whacked the stick and it went right into my glasses and knocked the lens of my glasses oh, out. And if I were wearing glasses, I think I'd be blind in one eye now. <laughs> so that was another really vivid memory of schoolyard antics. I, like, I do remember, I remember one where, we will get onto Coronation Street in a minute, I swear yeah, everybody. Sorry. There's one where we were playing a game of Rally 1, 2, 3, and I can't really remember much about that. Is. that but it, it was involved chasing of some point, and then people had to like pin you down and shout Rally, Rally 1, 2, 3, and then you'd be caught or you'd be out or something and I remember somebody piling on top of me and kind of really laying into me and saying something horrible to me and um, mm. so I don't, I don't think I had the most Should pleasant of playground you? memories basically but it's okay now because um oh you've got it's me over. now I rule the playground I'm on break duty now exactly. I get to blow yeah. the whistle and say when playtime is but over that's it I decide <laughs> okay so um that, that's uh, that's enough wallowing in nostalgia let's let's well, find like out you're wallowing in self-pity to <laughs> I know I think I need counseling or something um let's find out what, who what are... does it say about your psyche that you you had a seems like you had a pretty anti-social school experience and yet you decide to go back as a teacher well, I was just I a teacher's pet, wasn't I? So now I get to actually be a teacher. So Let's find I. out who our unlucky um, contendents right. are. Picked, no, combatants. We've picked 30 characters. Yeah, we, we've and how to... we did this was you went through and you picked male, male characters. Yeah. And then you said to me, right, you come through and you pick the female characters. And I tell you what, a lot more people than I would necessarily have chosen to kill off have been selected here. Yeah. But part of the reason why Squid Game is such a popular TV show is that you really feel empathy for a lot of the characters and 
Um, yeah, definitely. Not not everybody on this list leave. I definitely, definitely want to leave. But, but yeah, them's you know, the breaks. Kid. So, Squid Game, it's come to it's come to Weatherfield. The nefarious, evil... Um, Shape faces. Yeah, uh, well, they're minions <laughs> in charge of this game have offered all of our contestants money to compete in death games. And they've Are all they going to have a Weatherfield willingly, willingly signed up so that they can get loads of cash for whatever their issues are and well, we have picked this is another thing people. isn't it because in Coronation Street they're always having some sort of financial crisis I think maybe when we get a little bit further onto the game and we've got fewer people left we can decide why exactly they're in such dire financial straits but um okay can so- I just say just as much as you can have a windfall you can also have like an unexpected bill yeah. and I think people can can empathize more with the unexpected bill part of this than they can with the Weatherfield windfall. Sadly, yeah. Okay, so these are our contestants in the the first annual <laughs> Coronation Street Squid Game. So from the men, we have got Adam, we've got Chesney, Gary, James, Liam, and that is Liam Jr. Of course, um, Jack. So we, uh, th- this doesn't you know discriminate by age, young, old, whatever. They could be in there. Doesn't so matter Jack you've Webster. Only got one leg. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, Kirk is in there. Um, Joseph, Joseph Brown. Although saying that, actually, we haven't got any little babies. The quads are... Um, we thought it would be a bit rude to... We don't want to fill up our numbers with four quads. They... Shooting fish in a barrel, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> um, we've got... Uh, who's that? Joseph, Max. Uh, Paul is here. Uncle Ronnie. Simon. Um, Tim. thought they had to have that there for, for Gemma. Yeah. Um, Curtis. Although he could just drop dead himself. I, I don't know. think he needs to be in Squid Game at the moment. Um, Zidane, only just back, but he's back on the list again. And Danny. And then uh, for the girls, because I think we've got more boys than girls, but the girls, we've got Aggie. Now, you, oh, you wanted Aggie, didn't you? I, I'm a bit disappointed to have no, Aggie No, because you, at the end of the day, we went hints. through this list and I said, I'll say whoever I think, and then I'll go back and I'll edit them out. But actually, it ended up 15. Oh, yeah, that's right. So uh, I literally, almost all of the, all of the people that yeah. I just said, well, I'll, I'll work out later, okay. ended up being on it because 15. 30 people out of current cast is a massive no, amount. A lot, it's a it? third, isn't it? Yeah, so we've got Ali, Aggie, then Alia, uh, Amy, not my choice, uh, Beth, Carla, yeah, controversial, Carla. Gemma, your cast favourite yeah. character, Cathy, yeah. uh, Daisy, uh, for me, of course, Faye, uh, Grace, Kelly, Grace not Kelly, Grace Kelly, Lily, Lily Platt, that is Maria, Mary, and Summer. So those are our unlucky thirty that are going to have to rely on their wits and their physical prowess and a little bit of luck as well to uh, get down to the final one who gets a reprieve in this Coronation Street character cull. And uh, we're going to start off with a classic childhood game, which is what's the time, Mister Wolf. Explain this game to people who don't know what what so, Mr. Wolf is. Again, I looked at this on Wikipedia, and apparently this is something that happens all the way around the world. But basically, you got one person who is Mr. Wolf and stands with their back to everyone else. They're at one end of the playground, you're at the other end. You got your back to them, and then um, they shout out, "What's the time, Mr. Wolf?" The children. The do, children yeah. do. They're the gang, and then Mr. Wolf shouts out, um, three o'clock or whatever," and then they take three big steps forward. And then they shout again, what's the time, Mr. Wolf? 12 o'clock. They take 12 steps forward. And I think maybe um, 
each time they say the time, they can turn around and look where people are. The wolf can. The, the, yeah, the, they can turn around and see, so that you don't want to say 12 o'clock when they're right near you because they're going to overtake you. Yeah, um, so the uh, idea is that the wolf uh, catches people. Yes, well, eventually, instead of uh, instead of saying what the time is, the wolf will shout out, dinner time! Or maybe it's tea time in Weatherfield, I don't know. They have dinner at lunchtime, don't they, up north? Um, and then when he shouts dinner time, he goes and chases out down um, the... the the person and or then she. that or she I mean, it is mr wolf <laughs> and so and then that person is the next <laughs> mr wolf for the round so our version so of the this... idea is that the children will run past mr wolf no i don't think i don't know safe. whether it's that maybe it's that well if they get if they get to mr wolf before he eats them they've won and if he eats them, he's one. Is that right? I, d- I don't really well, know. How else but anyway, work? the version in Weatherfield that we're going to do, and this is um, drawing a lot from the the first game in Squid Game with the with the creepy doll, is we have got the Weatherfield, um, the, the Weatherfield recorder, is it? Is that I can't remember. Paperboy from outside the cabin. He is going to be Mr. Wolf. Now he's got a newly articulated neck. Now, as we've seen just recently, he's had his, his um, neck, his head chopped right off been plopped back on somehow but it can now swivel all the way around so we can imagine he's at one end of the street our 30 combatants are at the other end of the street they're shouting out what's the time mr wolf uh, and then he swivels around and he calls out with his hands up to his mouth blah 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 o'clock and then eventually he's going to call out tea time and rather than chasing after them and catching them he's going to blast them down with his laser vision I love the fact that Paperboy's now got loads of vision. Yeah, well, he's got he's got to be able to protect himself in case Mary comes at him with a chainsaw again, doesn't he? Well, I mean, Mary's on the list, isn't she? She is on the list. So, so who um, knows? Okay, so that's the the, 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 premise. the premise of the first game. And for this first round, and there's going to be different reasons that different people will be killed off for each game. We're not just going to whittle them down and then be left with our favourite. But for this particular round, we get to choose. We're going to get rid of eight people here on our list that do not escape the paper boy's um, laser gaze. So, do, should we take it in turns? Um, do you want to go ladies first, Gemma, and pick anyone on our list to uh, obliterate at this point? Who, Who I think is going to be too slow to escape. I think well, it Kirk. Could, it could be. I it's not necessarily that. It's just who right. do you want? Who do Can you not want then? a chance of being of re- of being saved at the end? Kirk's going to be like, "What's going on?" And then he'll be he'll be killed. Okay, so we're getting rid of Kirk as yeah, our first one. Kirk's okay, gone. we'll remove Kirk from my list. Okay, I am going to get rid of. Um, I haven't really put any thought into this so far. I'm going to put. Um, I'm gonna put um, I'm gonna put Danny off because I was saying last week hey, you can go down to London for all I care. Not impressed so far by he the character of the Danny. Should have taken no, he's it. Dead. Yeah, it's too late, Danny. Okay, who's your next pick? Jack. Jack. Oh my gosh, you don't want him to stay. Is he that that bad on your they're list? All, you want to I get mean, rid Michael. There's thirty people on this list. Okay, and fine. Of them are gonna be. That's fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna get rid of um I'm gonna get rid of Chesney. He's, he's had his he's Chesney's had his rubbish. chance, hasn't he? You, you're still counting on your fingers. That's good because I've lost count four. already. So who we got? Four more people to kill Liam. in this round. Liam Connor. Boring child. Okay, he is gone. He's he's been around for a good ten years. He hasn't proven himself yet. I mean, maybe he'll come back with a new head, but that's by neither there here nor there. Um, I'm going to get rid of. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna be bold and get rid of Alia here. I don't want Alia to stay. Sorry, you're a little bit dull. You're not the best Nazir, so um, you're out of here. Got two more left. It's two left to go in this round. Who Lily. are we getting rid of? Lily Platt. Right. Okay, All the children yeah. are, are dead. 
I, I think really, I mean, it's a bit sad really because all of these children that we're killing off could have the potential to turn into no. greater characters, especially no. with a classic Corrie recast. Or they could but, be um, Weatherfield Hitlers. By this time, I'm sure that they had the chance to, to show their stuff. Got one more to kill off in this first round. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with Curtis. He won't mind. He, he'll be like oh he's gonna die anyway he's on a terminal track anyway or, or is he I don't know okay so that's our first round so we've got rid of eight characters so we're gonna move on to our second round in just a minute but oh no what's this one of the characters that has left has been brutally murdered in the night by their um co-players is that the right word because that's the thing in this game everybody wants to be the last one standing and 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 it feels like anything goes so if somebody wants to murder someone else in the middle of the night that's absolutely fine so i've got a little random name picker here and this is the same one that i use when we have competitions and i have to pick a winner so i'm just going to spin my wheel here who is getting killed off in the middle of the night Gemma? oh it's grace, grace. Gre oh, did oh, I even get a little... you should turn off the sound effects. No, I, th I think it's fine. I think we're happy to so get rid of Grace. Oh, well, how, how, um, how did Grace get killed and who would have killed Grace out of our characters? I mean, we haven't got... There's not so many people James. that are linked to... What, why James? Because he's, he's secretly close... always hated her. Is he for what he's done to his for what he's yeah. done to his brother? Yeah, yeah. he's got Messing loads her up of, over the kid. Loads of... Um... Tiana, that's it. Uh, rage inside him that has not had anywhere to go. <laughs> Raging James. Because football is not violent enough for him. <laughs> well, why not do what Corey did and move from kicking balls on to kicking people to death, maybe? Maybe this is what he does. Does he kick Does he kick Grace to death in the night with his with his not bad leg? Golden. He's got, even though he's got foot. one bad leg at the moment. Okay, right. So we've now got 21 characters left. Morning has broken. It's the next day. And they're going to have a round of, Gemma, next game, please. British Bulldog. British Bulldog. Now, is this one that you played at school when you were little? I, I think the thing is, uh, most of these games revolve around children in the playground running from one side to the other with somebody trying to chase them. Well, that's what this one definitely is, isn't it? So from what I remember about British Bulldog, you had your people in the middle of the playground and then you, as, as a player, had to run to the other side of the playground and if they caught you, then you would be, you know, one of the bulldogs in the middle. But you don't replace them like you did with What's the Time, Mr Wolf. You just, the, the number of kids in the middle just gradually increases as the game goes on and I guess the winner is the last one to be caught I suppose does that yep. sound about right so um, we're going to have a variation of British Bulldog and this was absolutely one that was banned at my school for one point yep. I think this was quite a I common one to ban in British, British Bulldog school. was banned at our school <laughs> because you just like launch yourself at the person you're trying to it's, catch and pin them down on the say, ground it's very, most, it can be quite violent yeah most of these games are incredibly violent they can, they can be. I think so. That's why they're such a perfect fit for Squid Game, to be honest. I thought you'd say that's why they're so great to play at school. <laughs> so, the Coronation Street version of British Bulldog. What, Gemma, could be more British than the great institution of the Great British Pub? So, for this round in the game... It says a man who's been inside a pub about, <laughs> you know, as many fingers I, as he's got. Yeah, I can count on one hand how many times I've been in a pub, probably. But in this version, we've got four great... Corrie landladies of the past in the middle. There are bulldogs and uh, we're going to have um, all of our remaining 21 characters trying to run from one side of the street to the other. And um, Gemma, who are our landladies, our epic 
classic Corrie landladies that will be trying to catch people today. Our four, the four greatest landladies in Rover's history. <laughs> well, <laughs> Annie Walker, of course, who is the OG. She is the OG on the show. Bet Lynch. Who, um, you know, her protege. Oh, we just watched, didn't we? Just, uh, just when we, just before we started recording, we watched Bet Lynch's last ever episode, didn't we? Oh, yeah. we'll talk about that sometime. Vera Duckworth, who is the <laughs> the modern person's landlady. Yeah, I don't know whether we she, she counts as one of the best best, but I mean, I, yeah, I love a bit of Vera. The cream of the crop. And Who's next? Is it is it Jenny Connor? Is it is it Liz McDonald? Modern world we need a modern landlady with forward thinking ideas and so we've selected Toya Battersby. <laughs> Look this is our game everybody if we want to have Toya yeah. Battersby as part of this Anna, then we will. Annie Walker, Bet Lynch, Vera Duckworth and Toya Battersby all poised and ready in the centre of our spooky um, uh, squid game British Bulldog Arena. I'm just imagining we're playing this on the cobbles. I mean, I think that to, to play oh, yeah. this on, Makes sense. I'll, I'll, they've got to run from the bistro to the uh, to the medical centre. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Backwards and I, I don't know how um, Bet's going to manage that with a with our high heels on. But so you've got you want each of these. Characters. I want to see out of the characters that we've got left, who would these particular characters, these particular landladies, hone in on? So this isn't our choice. We need to kind of look down our list and see who they would go after and why. For example, I think that Annie Walker would probably go after the most uncouth slob of all of these oh, because wow. she because she doesn't think that they deserve to live. So um, just I think having a Paul's look. Paul's a bit of a slob. Yeah, Paul, oh, look, we've got Tim on the list. I think I think honestly I think Annie would hate him. I think Annie would absolutely despise him. Because she was also a a prominent businesswoman who wanted to make a political career for herself to increase her influence. And Tim, as we all know, was the primary architect of Sally's uh, the destruction of Sally's career as a politician. Mm-hmm. He's a very unsupportive and horrible spouse. So she would focus on him. He's stupid, he's lazy, he is shiftless, he doesn't respect the sanctity of marriage, which was a very important institution for Annie Walker. So, yeah, I think... I mean, the thing is, he probably would, you know, line her pockets quite nicely, wouldn't he? He's a, he can't get him out of the road. She's never been one to turn away a, cust- a paying customer... But equally, she doesn't suffer fools gladly. And So how is Annie Walker going to kill Tim? I mean, as our resident Tim hater here, Gemma, I'll let you uh, paint the picture of his demise. I just imagine her sort of sprinting towards him and launching herself <laughs> like kind of Jaguar style up at him, uh, jumping around his head so her thighs trap his neck. And then she twists around lands on the floor and he's crumpled in a heap because his neck is broken by Annie Walker's muscular thighs. So, I think many people... Is she going to have a, a, a quote? Is she going to have a, a, a one-liner, snappy one-liner as Tim lays there dead on the ground? No, because it's rewarding itself, isn't it, <laughs> that he's dead? Okay, well, from Jaguars to Leopards, so we've got Bet Lynch next on here. Who is Bet going to go after? I mean, I, I kind of imagine, because she was a bit of a man-eater, wasn't she? So she might go after one of the hunks here, possibly. Um, uh, I don't know. Who, who do you reckon? I think she'd go after Ronnie. I think she'd be like, hey, you've broken too many hearts in your day, lad. I'm going to make sure you don't break any more. 
Oh, okay, yeah, fine, fine. So, um, so let, let's have uh, Bet going after Ronnie. I mean, he 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 might be her type as well, possibly. I yeah, suppose. but she's preemptively rejecting him because she knows that it won't end well. You don't, we, don't we get know... Ronnie involved with the landladies of Coronation Street. I'll tell you that. Bet is very unlucky in love, mm. so she probably would just say, "Yeah, I think I fancy you," which means you're gonna screw me over at some point. So I might as well do it first. And yeah. of course, the way she would do that would be. To kick him so hard that his testicles go through his brain. Do you think? Yeah. I was going to go for some kind of um, you know, earring-related death. Like, she she gets all her earrings out and and, sh- and throws the spiked bits at him. So he kind of dies. Like yeah, yeah, absolutely. Throwing those at him and maybe gets punctured. Like, so he looks like a, a, a fatal acupuncture victim or something that's just gone a little bit too far. But yeah. either way, that's fine. Okay, so... He's um, dead. He's dead. Let me Delete. remove him from Delete our Ronnie. list here. Ronnie is gone. Who's next that we've got? Vera Duckworth. Okay, so um, what could... I, I mean, I'm not giving this any thought beforehand. What what could um, sort of person would Vera Duckworth want to kill, maybe? Somebody thinks they're too good. Somebody thinks that better than they should be. Do you reckon? Because I, I was thinking it might be somebody who she thinks is maybe um, possibly going to go after her, Jack, because she was oh. she was very protective of him, wasn't she? A bit Ooh, like Hilda was keep as your well. Hands off my Jack. Or who maybe. do you think would be after Jack? Well, I don't think anyone would be. That's the whole point. But um, Beth. who do you reckon? Do you reckon that Beth might get accused of? I I see. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't know whether Beth and uh, Vera would get on very well either, would they? I think maybe the old Beth, when she was a bit more fun. I think um, that they're too similar. Yeah, but... They're very brassy, they're very in-your-face, they're very protective of their families. Um, They take offence at things that aren't offensive. And I can see both of them assuming the other one was after their man when they're really not interested at all. Yeah, you're right. Beth does think that everyone's after her Kirky, doesn't she? So, so is, it, is Vera going to eliminate the be, competition? It would be poetic justice, really, if Beth was killed for somebody. Okay, well, somebody I, I, I'm going to say that um, that Vera is going to kill Beth by um, whacking her with a rolling pen to tenderise her a little bit, slicing and dicing, serving her innards as part of a pie, Ugh. and having her outside stuffed like a pigeon. So I think that we, we've got a nice um, taxidermed Beth. To, to erect somewhere on the street as a, a little memorial to her, which is, you know, there's worse ways that you could go, I suppose. So really? Beth... <laughs> yeah, down a sinkhole, I don't know. Right, okay, so Beth is out. Now, Toya, how is she... Who's she going to go after? Have we got the right number of people left? It feels like we've got uh, fewer than we need. No, we're fine, we're fine. Okay. You, will you talk about Toya? And I'm just going to do well, a quick count. This, my, my, I'm sure Toya my math hate? is perfect here. Uh, meat... She hates. So oh, she, yeah, she, she likes, hates meat. She hates kind of social injustice. She yeah. likes a good protest, doesn't she? She she likes sticking it to the man, maybe. Oh, I um, don't know who it, on here is really particularly. Um, no, I, I don't know particularly. Summer, summer a bit. No, I don't think she'd kill summer. No, I don't think she'd go after her. Um, Simon's her nephew, so probably probably not him. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is a bit of a hard one. Who is? Who is going to go after? Maybe she'll go after James because he is um, the, the the brother of her rival, Michael. They both went for the same job. So she's already prejudiced against him. But also, um, he is a conspicuous consumer, isn't he? He's a, he's a footballer. He's going to be spending his money on fast cars and loose women. 
Uh, <laughs> I think I've got something I need to tell you about James. <laughs> he is going to be a driver of um, uh, material culture. He's going to maybe... He's going to have a flash sports car, he's gonna have a splash, He's going to be burning fossil fuels, driving around erratically. Yeah. <laughs> he um, he is, His boyfriend is a chef who cooks meat. Um, his mum is a maniac who puts pilchers in custard. You know, there's nothing about the Baileys that's, um, that's good as far as Toy is concerned. They probably don't even like wasabi peas. Okay, well, let's... Actually, Aggie probably puts wasabi peas in the middle of every single chocolate truffle that she makes at Christmas. Well, that's just sacrilege to Toya, isn't it? Wasabi mm. peas just straight from the packet. I think that she's going to gun James down with her wasabi pea shooter. Yeah, pew, 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 and, and it then... goes right in his eye. Ah! Yeah, exactly. It really hurts. <laughs> and then mate, uh, she's got to force feed him uh, veggie lasagna, hasn't she? Until he just what, explodes like in like a cloud a, of terminal flatulence. Like he's a goose that's going to get a nice big fat liver and then she's going to be like, oh, I can't even use this. I'm morally against foie gras. <laughs> and you've even made it to spite me. And then she gets really mad. I think so. Okay. And then she rips it out and gives it to Peter. Yes, there we go. Would you like this? Peter, my my ex-lover, have this liver. There you go. (laughs) Okay, fine. So uh, we had Annie Walker killing off Tim. Um, How did he die? Oh, uh, snap neck between the thighs. We had (laughs) Bet Lynch um, going after. Who did she go after? She got him in the... No, no, Annie went after oh. Tim. Oh, Bet Lynch went after Ronnie, didn't That's she? Right, yeah. Throwing her earrings at him and, yeah. um, and and piercing him to death. We had Vera going after... Um... Why are you testing my memory? <laughs> just, just I'm, just, I'm just catching our listeners up who maybe use their attentions wandering during this. They might have listened this. properly. Um, Vera went after Beth, isn't she? Yes. And, uh, and, and, my and, man. And, 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 and cooked her in a pie and stuffed her. And then Toya um, wasabi peed James Bailey to death. And we are left at this point with 17 contenders. For his, for his rampant consumerism. Yes, exactly right. Yes. So. And he's probably going to be the like spokesperson of some horrible cheap aftershave that kills some, some I think you are. I think he absolutely is. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Gla- I can't believe, I can't just realise that Gemma, how's Gemma managed to escape the... Uh, the she's not on here. She, she's not on our list. But we like Gemma anyway, don't we? She's all right. It's too late now. She, she, oh. was, she was sneaky about I think this. You, I think we were talking about her and you said that she you kind of like her at the moment. I mean, she's, she's all right at the moment. She's right. more tolerant. Night time falls on Coronation Street and that can only mean one thing, another murder in the night. So Gemma, spin the wheel, please. I it. Just tap it. There we go. Who is... Who does not make it through to the next day? Oh, oh it's alas, so sad. Alas. Max. It is Max. Max... Uh, what's his surname even? Max Turner. That's it. Um, Max Turner. He'll be Turner in, in his killed. grave now. So, I think um, Joseph killed him. Joseph, why? Yeah, because he copied his own work once. <laughs> he's held a grudge ever since. I think, I know he's not playing or anything, but mate, I think Daniel would kill him if he was. I'm <laughs> just being a bit of an arse at school. Yeah. Okay, so we have now got 16 characters left, and the next game that they'll be playing is Hide and Seek. So, um, do, do you, you do need you like... to explain hide and seek? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I know that I in some parts of the globe, this seek. is this is called hide and go seek in America, isn't it? Weirdos. Is it or hide and go peek? I don't know. You loved hide and seek? Oh, absolutely. Hide and seek is like one of the greatest games ever made because it's so tense and fun. And um, 
I've often wondered what it must be like to have a house that's big enough to play hide and seek. And I think we finally do. I think you could play a really good game of hide and seek in this house. I think we've got some extra surprise rooms when we show people around here, haven't we? Um, I think I quite used to like... The tension and the excitement. If you've ever seen Inside Number 9... Um, there's a there's a there's a um the first ever a variation episode, on hide and seek which is sardines, sardines where one person hides and everybody else has to come and find them and once you've found the person you join in their hiding place so the idea is that like a tin of sardines you're all condensed together hiding in very close proximity so watch that first episode of inside number nine it's really very good i think it's got olivia coleman in it um yeah i think you're right so actually. So this hide and seek is obviously um, there are many hiders and one seeker. Mm. Yes. Yes. No, normally, yeah, everyone just goes and hides somewhere, and then somebody has to hunt. They go count down from many... hundred or whatever, and then they say, "Coming, ready or not," and then they That's come right. and find here, them. Here I come, ready or not. That's is what you it. have to say. That's it. Um, so our our isn't it so? I think it's something really comforting about the fact that childhood games are kind of enshrined in tradition but you know do children still play these games or are they all on their their game boys i mean from what i can see there is a lot of football that goes on at school i mean i'm just judging from my school obviously at the moment so there are lots of children that don't like football and there's tag still quite you know quite a popular one um some of them just like sitting around reading um, boring nerds yeah that's probably what I did a little bit as well we, we do have an adventure playground at our school as well so I remember that's got some gym fun. equipment as well just this past uh, year and a half or so I remember at school um, never mind the monkey bars I cracked my skull open on a bench did you? So there's you got to be someone at school that cracks their head open yep. on or breaks their arm on some piece of equipment hasn't there you know how benches are generally made of like three slats of wood um, okay. I'll... Right, the base of them. Right, yeah. So I jammed my knees in between the two, in between the three slats of wood. So there's there's a gap of two. So I put my knees there and I was swinging back and forth going, wee, wee, wee. And then I let go and I just <laughs> went backwards <laughs> and smashed my head open with my knees trapped. <laughs> I've, I've never had a big injury like that, but I, I certainly know my, my friend Stephen, who I was talking about earlier, he broke his arm once on the, uh, on the climbing really frame. My head he broke his arm on the climbing frame because we used to do this thing where we climb up and then kind of jump off it from a height and grab hold of a bar above us and then swing to another bit. That well, sounds I think like a he way missed. of dislocating Although he did it when I was on holiday. I remember going off on holiday one year um, and, and this was when I was in first school, so I'd have been in year three or something like that. Uh, you went I, on holiday during term time. I know, but you were well, allowed that's... to do about it and you wouldn't get fined or anything. Um, and, and I came back and he'd broken his arm he had it in a cast and I remember it was great then for playing rounders because he'd used his cast <laughs> as a bat we didn't have I health and safety think. back then we were also, all fine the legacy of free healthcare <laughs> yeah exactly exactly and look at these days We've got the NHS has got a lot to answer for so what is the murderous twist to this um, version of um, Squid Game Hide and Seek Gemma you tell me okay I will tell you so um, this time I thought who are we going to have we're going to have all our characters, our remaining 16 characters, hiding. The Seekers this time, we're going to get some um, canine companions, some Corrie canines from the past, are going to sniff down and basically maul to death the first person that they find. I love it. Okay, so um, Gemma, would you like to, in your, in your best um, wrestling announcer's voice... I don't have one. I'll do it Who anyway. have we got? 
In the blue corner, we have Schmeichel the dog. <laughs> the Dane of Pain. <laughs> nice one. I can't do that for all of them. Another contender, it's David, the Yorkshire Terrier. The Terrier of Terror. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of another one for the next dog. <laughs> it's Eccles. She's named after everyone's favourite northern snack. <laughs> um... Snack attack. <laughs> snack, yeah. <laughs> and finally, we have Monica. <laughs> Monica the Greyhound. Um, the racing dog and she's going to erase you. <laughs> started off well anyway. I also like how we started off with Michael was in the blue corner, but no other coloured corners for the corners. other dogs. I mean, there are a four box, corners. A boxing ring has got four co- uh, two corners, a blue and a red. But I don't think they generally um, let dogs into boxing rings no maybe not but anything goes for squid game so um everyone's gone and hid our 16 characters and uh, and schmeichel david eccles and monica um haven't haven't eaten for like a week so they're they're hungry for blood and um who are they going to find now i think for this they're going to be hunting down probably because of their good sense of smell and everything the characters that they um they're most closely associated with so I think we need to look at each one of these one by one and can we find out who is the closest. So Schmeichel, um, we've already got rid of Chesney, haven't we? So, uh, Chesney, if Chesney was an was, early victim. He was, he was. So we can't go after him. So Joseph. I think it's going to have to be Joseph that Schmeichel goes after. I think he um, he, he smells Chesney's uh, scent on he Joseph. He smells him and he's like, oh, I remember when I was, when I was alive, because these are all uh, zombie dogs apart from David. Yes. Um, I remember when I was alive, my master um, basically uh, abandoned me to shack up with an annoying woman to have a baby ridiculously early. And who was that baby? Yeah, Joseph. Joseph. Joseph Brown. So Joseph Brown, you're down. Okay. Rips his throat out and makes him drown in his own blood. I think that probably, you know, I think he probably could have a good go at eating Joseph at the moment. He was was a big dog, wasn't he? Michael was so big that... um, Joseph would just be a small snack. Yeah, he would, he would. Mm. Um, so David, the, t- the tiniest dog, I think, on our list here. Um, <laughs> so we, have, we got, have we got any plats left there? I don't know whether we do. Um, we don't have Lily anymore. Maria is... Was Maria dated David? I don't, think, I don't think Maria and David have ever dated, but I definitely think that David's scent's going to be on Maria. After they have after they've spent all that time together, so I think that's true. They were yeah, that's true. They were they kind of brother and sister relationship when they worked at Audrey's. Yeah, I, I think that probably Maria is the closest link we've got to David here. I so, can just um... see Maria, David. So she's hiding, and then David the dog runs up to her and she's like, "Oh look, how sweet!" And she bends down to give him a little pat on the head. But just like the real David, he doesn't like to be patronised. So he jumps up and, and like bites her eyes right out of her face. I, I thought and he was going to hump her leg to death. No. That's how I'd have her go. Then she stumbles around in the dark because she's in the, the salon. Yeah. And she falls head first into a big bowl of bleach, which is what they all just store around the place to make people blonde. Because <laughs> she's probably doing her highlights at the same time. Yeah. She, she breathes in the, the bleach and she drowns in a vat of bleach. Alas, Maria. And Maria so and um, David is there just kind of gnawing on her, um, on her toes. Yeah, her carcass, yeah. Okay, um, next up we have got Echo. 
Knuckles. Um, so who have we got? Anyone related to, to number one here? We do have a Barlow, don't we? In, We've in got Adam. Simon. We've oh, got and Simon and, and Car- Amy and Carla. Yeah, so I don't think that um, I don't think Eccles will go after Carla. I think the link isn't close enough there. But um, who who is closest to Ken here? Um, well, I mean I Adam think, Adam isn't. I think Amy's the closest because she lived there for quite a long time. I'm just thinking, are any of these blood related? Because Adam's not blood. Oh no, he is. Adam is Ken's grandson, isn't he? Because he's Susan's son. That's so right. that that's a familial link there. Amy is only related to Ken through Tracy, isn't she? So she's not blood related. Um, Carla, obviously not related there. And I Simon. think that's... And, and, and Oh, yeah, Simon. Yeah, gra- so we've got granddaughter versus grandson. Um, Who? Uh, a- Amy versus... No, sorry. Yeah, yeah Adam, Adam versus, versus Simon. Simon. Uh, sorry, Adam versus Simon. Now, I don't know whether either of them spent a huge amount of time together, but I would but say that probably si- Simon spent more if time... If I'm a with... dog, I'm going to go after Simon. Why? Because Adam's bigger. Okay, so we, uh, I think probably Simon spent more time with um, with Eccles anyway, because Adam went away from the street for a little You're while. You're talking about Monica Eccles, mm? sorry. Eccles, Eccles, sorry, yeah. yeah. So um, so Eccles has gone after Simon. Tragic loss. Um, how's the, how's that gonna happen? Um, Simon hides in the cupboard in the wardrobe, just like he did when Amy was feeding him that time. Oh yeah, and yeah. And he ran away from home. So um. Eccles just kind of snuffles and snuffles and pushes the wardrobe with her nose mm. until it's against the wall. Yeah. And then Simon's trapped there and he starves to death. Oh, okay. So not mauled to death in that case then. Just um Eccles pees on him. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna drown in a pool of Eccles wee. Um and finally in hide and seek, the last um victim is uh, going to be taken from this world by Monica, the greyhound, who was... Tyrone's dog. Tyrone's torpedo. And uh, where are we going to be setting this torpedo at this round? I can't think whether there's many here that are um, very closely related to uh, to the Dobbs family at all. Let's have a look. I mean, I, I, I think this is... This is a really difficult... I, I don't think there's anyone there that I can draw a link from. Can you? No, so we're going to have we to have just... to have a think of a different reason. So, so Monica like so greyhounds like to go after rabbits. Um, well, she also you know her family's associated with the garage. Yeah, are there any are there any garage workers here though? Are there? Gary works at the old garage. Uh, yeah, I guess. So. I think Gary's. I don't think Gary would be outsmarted by a dog though. It's got to be. I mean, Monica's fast, so I, I think that um, maybe this person has. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe this person can give her a good chase or something. Who do we reckon is quite um quite speedy here? Sedan's sporty because he did cricket. <laughs> is that all we're going for? Is it? I don't know. Um, there's a lot of girls left. There are a lot of girls left, aren't there? I can imagine Kathy going, "Oh, we better hide," and then she sees Monica like, "Oh, hello, how sweet, look him, come here," and then Monica just jumps and rips her face off. Do you reckon? Um, I can't. I can't decide. I mean, it it could be any of these, couldn't it? Um, uh, go on. Do, do you want to pick this one? Do you want to do you want to go with Zidane or Aggie or or Gary? I just said Zidane or Kathy. Um, let's uh, let's get rid of um, let's get rid of Zidane eh? because I, I've got a feeling There's that a Monica of... would probably like 
Pakistani street food and he might be smuggling a little bit about in his he's person. He's got a bargey in his pocket. Yeah, and, and that's enough. You know we've only got three men left now. That's okay. I mean, that, that's right, fine. Right, delete. delete we're, we're, we're not choosing, you know, by gender. So, that is the end of Hide and Seek. And we've got, let me just count, is this right? Yeah, we've got 12 characters remaining. So at this point, I think it would be a good moment to pause and think about why might the characters that remain be in such dire financial straits? Well, why are they left. having to join Squid Game? Adam, Gary, Paul, Aggie, Amy, Carla, Kathy, Daisy, Faye, Kelly, Mary and Summer. Okay, so um, Adam is down on his luck um, after... What even well, he, he got do? involved in the drug dealing stuff and then Ken burned all the money and I can't remember what happened. Oh, really, and that, now he's working as a lawyer, isn't he? So I, I, I'm guessing that um, well, he's just... No, everyone's you. wanting to go to Imran instead. I was going to say, no, Imran's just farting around uh, doing pro bono work while the bills are racking up and Adam's wondering how he's going to pay for all the really elaborate extra things that they get because they're such bush lawyers. Yeah, you can't lawyers, just like, rely on money through the post the, uh, every day, can you? Like um, the Nespresso subscription that they've got. Mm. You know, who's going to pay for that? Yeah. And they probably, you know, get flowers delivered from Freddie's Flowers every month. Okay. Who's going to pay for that? I'm going to say Gary needs to be here because he's down his luck at the old furniture shop and everyone suddenly re- has, has finally realised that he's just selling a bunch of tap and he doesn't want to buy it. We also, need to he's, go to Gary's he's forgotten... shop and get a sideboard. We, do, we could do with that, actually, right now. Yeah. He's also uh, forgotten the... the, the, the Post the the pin code or whatever to Rick Nealon's vault with all his like, oodles of cash. I can't remember when Wentworth when County was formed. Yeah, so he needs to find it another reason, another ask. way to get his money. Paul down on his luck. Well, um, nappies don't buy themselves, and he's a proud uncle of four annoying children. Yeah, he's also he's not with Billy at the moment either, is he? So he can't well, leech off home. He can't mooch off home anymore. Sweet, sweet archdeacon cash. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, um, Aggie is here because... Um, well, you know, I think Ed's been gambling again. Oh, yeah, of course. That's a nice and easy one, isn't it? She needs to do it for the sake of the like, family. Do you remember that massive, great big house that we used to live in? I'd like to go back there. Mm. Uh, Amy, she's up the duff again, and she's just given birth to quintuplets, so um, she, she needs to, to, to get some money to help pay for them. Um, Carla Bala... Um, what's she Drinking, up to at the moment? She's just drunk, drunk all her money away. That makes sense. She wants sense. to buy... She's drunk, but she can only drink um, really expensive bottles of um, high vintage Rioja. Also, I think that she really, really wants to get herself a Gucci Gucci belt. Well, she needs a Gucci Gucci belt. Yeah. And she needs also a Gucci Gucci bag, Gucci Gucci shoes, Gucci Gucci earrings, Gucci Gucci brooch, Gucci Gucci uh, sweatshirt. Gucci Gucci knickers. Knickknacks, yeah. Um, Kathy's clearly been hoarding again. She's been at the catalogues. She's, well, yeah, uh, she's got she's racked up a massive amount of money with next Larry Do and Very, and she needs to pay that off because she thought it was a bargain mm. to buy those Port Mirian mistletoe plates. Yeah, and now she's remembered that Christmas only comes once a year, so she doesn't actually need them <laughs> for the rest of the time. Now she's got to pay, you know, three hundred pounds for the set. We've got Daisy, who, as we know, that she's just been having a bit of t- uh, tough time financially, hasn't she? After the uh, MLM fell through, well, she, that she invested got, all in. Didn't who took out a loan? She, did she try to take out a loan, or did she? She wanted take to out? buy into the business. She, she wanted to buy yeah, into the Rovers. Into the public. She didn't, did so, she? I don't yeah, think. but maybe she, maybe um, Jenny's offered her, 
you know another opportunity. And she yeah, needs but to she raise needs she funds. needs to raise the capital to to get to buy into the Rovers. Faye is in thrall to a um, a fellow lag at the prison. <laughs> lag? What's a lag? A lag. Is that a... Yeah. Um, <laughs> she has been racking up massive debt buying Snickers and Mars bars from the commissary and they're a lot more expensive than you might think in prison and she also has to pay for her internet per minute. Well, I think Kelly's probably in the same situation, to be honest, who is also there. I think they come as a team. Um, we've got Mary, who has been... Uh, what's she been doing? She, she, when she first came... In, van. When she first came into the show, she was uh, really into the competitions, wasn't she? Maybe that's where she got all her money from. She needs from. loads of stamps. <laughs> I need listen, stamps go up every year, reliable fact. We mm. know this. Mm. Why not then invest in buying first class stamps now? Yeah. Knowing in the future they'll only go up. Okay. Will they go up more than inflation? Well, that's a gamble you're gonna have to take, and that's and, what uh, Mary's willing to do. I think that Summer has spent all her money on um robot kits and um uh, energy drinks. Uh, she's just spent all of her bars. money on a robot. Um but she's forgot that you need the inside parts. Yeah, she's, she's got a nice a robot case. Robot, yeah. yeah, and she wants to actually make it work to take over the world or something. So that's that's our 12 remaining contestants, the reason that they're into Squid Game. But we haven't got time for that because we're on to the second half. And the uh, game number four... Is one not being killed in the oh night? yes, one gets killed in the night. One gets killed in the night. Of course, thank you, Gemma. I'm going to spin that wheel. Who has um, got so close to, to financial? Um... No, oh, Gary. Oh my gosh, Gary Windass. I'm you really are out of here. I can't believe this. I think it's. I think it is possible. Finally, I, honestly, fate has caught up with I you. I think Adam's done this. I think Adam recognised that Gary was a fellow contender here because they're both. You know. Yeah. There's only two men left. There's Adam and Paul. Oh, my God. Well, it could be either of them, couldn't it? Okay, yeah. Ad- Adam has killed Gary with... Um, what's he killed him with? Penknife. Haggis. He's like, he's... no, I don't want to eat it. I think that he has tossed a caber at Gary's head and he's ended um, being crushed by uh, a bit of wood, much like Rana. So it's a little bit of um, tasty your own How medicine there, Windass. Okay, Kiss Chase is our game number four. So um, this one in the playground, definitely not for one for be playing during COVID times, but I think they're fine now on Coronation Street, it seems. Did you ever play Kiss Chase at school? No. This was, was it played at your school? I don't think so. I think just the idea is if you catch someone, you have to kiss someone. I don't think people would be allowed to play this anymore. I think it's called sexual harassment. Chaser. I think this. I think this was. Um, this, this was. Yeah, uh, early early sexual harassment in the playground, but it was all for fun. Um, I don't remember whether I played this or not. I probably did. I think it was played at the school. Um, but nobody ever wanted to catch me for some reason. I don't, I don't understand this. So um, for Kiss Chase in our Squid Game Weatherfield version, um, we are going to get some characters from the past who have got more than a few notches on their bedpost. We've got some femme fatale and some Lothario gigolo types who are going to be hunting down the people that are left. So um, we're going to need... Um, some uh, mostly men here. You're gonna I need think. one woman and three men. I think. Yeah. Okay. So, um, can can I? Uh, I, I really want Phyllis Pierce to be the the. She's the the randiest Coronation Street character of all time. So I think that she's going to be setting her sights on either Adam or Paul. Bad luck, you two. And um, for going after the girls, we'll have um, Lewis Archer. I think we'll we'll set him into the ring. Do you want to? Do you want to pick our second guy? I think 
Fred Elliott because he oh, was oh that's there Fred Elliott serial Lothario and he wouldn't take no for an answer he wouldn't he would just um, be he'd be proposing away he's at them. really I think he's the sort of person who is like really cool and sweet and um like you know a cool low back dude unless he fancied you in which case he's absolutely terrifying sexual predator <laughs> yeah definitely um <laughs> and, and to that end i'm going to have a i, I think mike baldwin as our uh, love rat of the ages Trying is to going to also be um, unleashed on the playing field here so um who do we think that these characters are going to go for so so for the boys we've got phyllis pierce is she more likely to go after adam or Paul. Now we she know that Percy Adam. Sugden was the the only the one true love. Do you reckon Adam? Why yeah, is that? Yeah, because she'd think, oh, he's a posh, oh, he's a posh one, isn't he? Oh, I'd quite like to go after oh, him. Oh, that accent makes me go weak at oh, knees. Oh, he's, he's got his stationery set. Well, but I can do, but I can do funny things with his pen. I th- I think so. Yeah, I I, I don't, I'm not sure. I haven't listened I, to I mean, Pierce, but. For a few months, so I've completely <laughs> lost. What I mean, I, I think that um, I think that Paul Phyllis might find a bit too, you know, a young and baby face. You might go, oh, chubby cheeks. But yeah, I, I think yeah. that she wants a real man, and and in this case, yeah. sadly, it means that Adam has been um, erased by the the blue rinse wonder. Um, how is Phyllis gonna uh, kill him? Um, I don't know, what, what's her blanket. Why not? Why not? I think I think that he's going to get drowned in a vat of uh, blue hair dye or something like that. Um, then we've got Lewis Archer. So he he was a man of quite refined tastes, wouldn't he? So he's I, going to be after an older lady, isn't he? So I you've got Aggie, is. Carla, or Kathy here are the oldest of these groups. But he also Mary. Like, he like and Mary, yeah. I mean, I think he likes a bit of glamour, so I think he'd probably go for Carla out of all of these. Somebody with a oh, bit, no, of, I, yeah, somebody with a bit of money behind her that ta- he could fleece as well. You, I think Carla's too sophisticated, and um, you know, she's too switched on. She'd see what he's doing. I think she's not romantic. The reason why he he, he got Audrey was because she's a bit of a romantic soul and she's a bit flighty. I suppose I he think... can't go after Carla for her money because the premise of this game is none of them have got any money. So I think she's all right I reckon there. he'd go after Mary because she's very gullible and he'd trick her. He'd be like, Mary, come here. I know how to get out of I've here. I've got a hotel in Greece. She'd be like, oh, oh my mum had a hotel in Greece. <laughs> oh, I remember her telling me about the time that she was in Mamma Mia. <laughs> We, yeah, I mean, as a, you want to have Lewis going after Mary then? I mean, she's she's got you know, she's probably she's probably the sort of person who has got loads of money secretly stashed away. I know that. What did we say she needed money for her? Um, Stamps. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's the sort of person who just secretly scrolls away all of her wages and then turns out she dies and she's got a hundred grand but i mean there is possible what about aggie because i i can imagine that him on no. her arm at the at the nurses no, do, aggie, aggie's the nurses too do's. switched on it's just like carla she's she didn't suffer fools gladly whereas mary you know i mean okay bad luck mary sorry mary you're being the given the kiss of death by um lewis archer who has um fired his arrows at you <laughs> It's his name, isn't it? Yes, Michael. Arrow through the heart as a pinned Mary to the wall where she dies in a pool of her own we've blood. We've got one more left. We've got, no, we've, got Mike... two, we've got two left. We've got Mike and Fred. I oh. say, what? who is Fred going to go after here? 
Can I just say Mike Baldwin would definitely go after Daisy and she would be attracted to him too. I think so. I mean, we, we just, we, we, we're seeing on He's Classic Car at the moment going after Linda Sykes. Bright, young, sexy things with a yeah. bit of bolshy attitude. Yeah. They are perfect for each other. It's just a shame. I think she'd that, fall. Yeah. yeah. Daisy, you're in. out. You yeah. are out from Mike Baldwin. How would he kill? How would he kill her? Um, he'd probably like get her onto the cigars and she'd choke do... her to death with cigar smoke. That's what yeah. I was thinking. Yeah, and uh, okay, so Fred Elliot. So um, he, he likes a handsome woman, does Fred? Doesn't he? Um, Kathy. Do you reckon Kathy? He likes. It. Oh, I say I like a good sturdy woman. I say I like a good sturdy woman. Yeah. Um, Kathy, are you are you partial to some pies and black pudding? She'd be like. Ooh, I yes, think I, am. I think I think she would. <laughs> yeah, like um, and, and, she'd I mean, do anything for a discount and a nice. And she she works at the kebab shop as well, doesn't yeah. she? So he'd probably he, he, I like a woman who knows how to handle a thick piece of meat. That, that kind of thing. <laughs> 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 so, um, Kathy, you, you, you're gone. Dead. I'm afraid. Uh, how, how is uh, he? Just gonna sit on her. <laughs> No, he's gonna he's Harsh. gonna he's gonna attack her with his uh, with his meat cleaver and chop her into bits and serve her in a pie, Sweeney Todd style. That's of what course. I say for that one. The, the the well, just like his granddad was a murderer, wasn't he, Fred Elliot? So he probably is probably it's in the genetic. in the blood. Okay, so we are down now to um, to seven characters, but of course this is Squid Game. One of them has to be killed in the night. Gemma, down to you. Spin that wheel. Who's gonna be tonight's victim? Oh, it's so exciting. Summer, oh, summer, 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 summer is over. Summer being killed in the night. Yeah, she's very boring. It's very boring. <laughs> is, that, is that what happens to boring people? What? Yeah, you're boring. <laughs> you might get killed night. in the night. Who's gonna kill summer in the night? Um, I think Aggie would. She'd be like, oh, "I've been dying to do that for years." <laughs> she's boring. I think it might be. Um, I mean, it's not going to be Paul because he does love summer, doesn't he? Um, Faye or Amy and, oh, and Kelly was um, because Kelly a friend of Summer's didn't she live with her at some it's point quite, it's quite weird that we've got like out of these six we've got Paul, Aggie, Amy, Carla Faye and Kelly and out of those six we've got three very young girls who are all a similar age to one another yeah I, I, I think that maybe uh, Amy might kill Summer just because you'd just be jealous of her she's very annoying similar age and, um, and d- doing a whole lot better than her at school and she hasn't just given birth to quintuplets <laughs> Okay, Summer, you are out. Um, let's see. Gemma, um, what is our game number five? The penultimate game in Coronation Street Squid Game. So this is like the one that whittles down the people. We've got Conkers. Yeah. So. Um, Conkers at school. Conkers British is classic. a very British classic game. Conkers grow everywhere around England. Also known as horse chestnuts. Um, yeah, they're big, spiky, green... Uh, fruits. <laughs> I don't think they're fruits. Seeds. Um, and you peel off the outside spiky bit, and inside is a a big uh, brown nut-looking thing. And then the idea is that you put that on a string, and then with another person, you 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 flick this the um the conker on the string as they're holding theirs dangling down. And the idea is that you break the other person's conker into bits, and then that's how you win. Yeah. So. Um, I remember my parents trying to teach me as a, when I was a child about how to make your conkers the strongest. And there are lots of different methods, weren't there? There's like putting them on a um, on a a windowsill so that the sun can harden them. There's pickling <laughs> them in, in vinegar. 
Um, yeah, apparently baking them was quite good as well. I don't know. There's some people said put them in the oven. Some people said put them in the microwave. There were I lots think of these um, are all lots of lots of old wives' tales about how you would get your hard conkers, weren't there? Yeah, I think this is cheating. Um, though. Or, do, or to do. cover it in nail varnish. You might do. I mean, if Maria was still people with us, I'm notice. sure that would be her method of choice. Yeah, quite possibly. Or, or, or I, I was, um, or just like, keeping them for if like if you got one of last year's conkers. Then yeah, that's going to do quite well. I don't think I ever really played conkers at school. No. I think it was too violent for me, and I was worried about my fingers really? getting hurt or something. I don't think we're allowed. I don't think anyone wanted to play the, conkers. At this my was school. another one that absolutely got banned up and down the uh, the country, didn't it? In, in schools everywhere, because, because people would um, flick them in the, each other's eyes. Yeah, that you'd get a conker whack around the head. I mean, yeah. this this could be a violent weapon if if we weren't allowed teenage mutant ninja turtles because uh, or my. Michelangelo's nunchaku and he had to have something else in this country I don't think you can trust British children with conkers and, and to be honest I, I've not ever since I've been a teacher conkers has never been a thing so I think like as many of these games to be honest it's it's on the on the they lane have to, they have to tamper down the spirit of the British yeah. children because otherwise we grow up and just carry on mm. colonising the world so, and absolutely you know people get mad about it when we do that so unlike all the other games so far there's nothing bloodthirsty or murderous about this particular game of conkers um, the the the, the catch here is that you've got um well three people will remain and three people will be eliminated so um oh i, I meant to get a coin we're gonna we're gonna have a coin toss here to decide who loses uh conquers i might have to go running I've off to get have you get a coin have you okay pence, lovely so um we, we are going to pair up um some characters here and uh, we, we, we're going to pair them up to, to be who we think might be friends, maybe. I don't know. So they'd know. say, right, everyone get into pairs. Everyone get into group, pairs. This, and you'd think, oh, let's get in, let's be in a team. My friend. And so... And then they say, aha, one of you is going to be... We've <laughs> got Paul, Aggie, Amy, Carla, Faye and Kelly. Okay, well, I mean, Carla and Paul do work together at the factory, or they have done in the past. Uh, I, I can't see whether... Um, Aggie is is teamed up with anybody particular here. Can I just say, I think Carla and Aggie would team together because they're both the oldest two women and I think they would sort of look at each other and be like, look, yeah, okay. we'll team together, up the sisterhood, let's go. Paul's a bit younger, I think he would go with Kelly. Did I am right in I saying that Kelly Faye... lived with Summer for a bit, didn't he? And was yeah. Paul there around? He might have been there at the same time. I can't really. And then remember. I think Faye and Amy, because they're very well, similar. Both both teenage mothers. Yeah. Although only one of them actually managed to um, go through the whole pregnancy. Okay, so we've got Amy and Faye, Carla and Aggie, Paul and Kelly. So let's um, let's kill off our first one here. So Paul and Kelly, Gemma, Paul heads or tails. Paul is heads. Paul is heads. Okay, flick him a coin and it's heads. So Kelly, you're out. You have lost this game of Conkers and now you're going to be bludgeoned to death with uh, with one of the spiky ones. Um, Aggie and Carla. So um, who... Aggie's heads. Aggie is heads on this one, is she? Like a... Uh, have a look. Ooh, go, drop my coin. Uh, it's heads. It is heads. So Carla's Carla... Dead. Carla Connor Carla is Barla's a goner. Gone. Yeah, and finally we have got um, Amy versus Faye. I'll let you pick this time. Um, I'm going to have... Uh... It's got to be Tails now, surely. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Uh, I'm going to have... Oh my <laughs> gosh, the drama. I bet you it's Tails. A- Amy is going to be heads here. Amy is I'll heads. I bet you it's, it's a bit gone. Okay. Let's have a look. Oh, oh. 
It's heads again, three heads in a row. Faye is out of here. Faye's dead. Sorry, Faye, we haven't really missed you since you've been in prison anyway. Well, can I say, I I don't want to be rude, but what a lacklustre trio to remain. Paul, uh, Aggie and Amy. One of Paul, Aggie and Amy. I have to tell you. I know which character that I want to stay here, At the beginning of this show, I was totally rooting for Gary to make it through to the end. Oh, sorry. Because I love Gary. I think he's great. um, He got off by Adam, didn't he? Or was it the other way around? In the night. <laughs> yeah, I think so. But speaking well, of being killed in the free, night, then? Amy, I was I'm rooting for Amy here. Um so I it, think I want Aggie to win. I I don't mind I'm thinking as long as it's not Paul. But one of these guys <laughs> getting killed in the night and um, oh, I think we need to spin three. this wheel to find out okay. who is not gonna make it to the dawn of the final day. Gemma spin that wheel. Who have we who have we got? Oh I'm it's so tense. Oh yes, Paul is out. Paul's dead. Sorry, Paul. It's a girl fight for the final round. Paul, uh, who, who's, uh, how has uh, Paul died? Has, uh, has Aggie fed him some of his, uh, some of her famous pilchard <laughs> pie? No, that's actually pilchard doesn't sound and... like too bad. No, pilchard, pilchard and, and um, um, chocolate. Oh my god. Pilchard and marmite pie, or pilchard hers, marmite um... and chocolate with um, a mash made of. Um escargot and caramel yeah I, I think that Aggie said um, there's only one room for there's only room for one gay on this street and it's my son James so, that's not how it although works, he's already Aggie. dead actually <laughs> you need to you need to to be happy or would, would Amy have killed Paul I can't no. particularly think of a We're reason blaming for this Aggie. <laughs> yeah I mean she is a nurse isn't she she knows she well, probably knows many before. ways how to kill that was an accident Gemma <laughs> <laughs> give him the That's right what she said. Mm. Oh dear, Paul's whatever the reason, died in whatever the, night. the reason, Aggie is uh, has killed Paul, and that leaves um, for the final round, Aggie versus Amy. And I don't know how we're going to choose this one because the final rule we had to pick a, a two-player game here. Um, we're going to end with a classic game of Thumb War. Thumb wars. One, two, yeah. three, four. I, I declare, declare a thumb, thumb war. war. <laughs> Let's do it. Here. Let's do it. Gemma and I right, can have okay. a thumb so hang war. Hang on, hang on. Who's going to be Aggie or Amy? Oh, is this how we're going to do it? Yeah, Are we actually so. going to have a can thumb I just war? Say, you know that thumb, I'm going to win here. Yeah, you will. My thumb has been dodgy recently. I'm, oh, here we go. Here we go. Listen, oh, my dodgy thumb. When I open my my little um chapstick, I ha- I can't do it like this. I have to do it like I have to. I can't use my thumb. I have to use my two. First fingers. Is the, can you think of any particular reason why Aggie or Amy might win a thumb war here? I, I don't know whether either of them would have particularly well, more will developed win, she's bigger. thumbs. She's also and she's older. She's also used to unscrewing all those child locks on her um yeah. on her medical. Amy's still uh, asking uh, Tracy to open her paracetamol. <laughs> actually, well, maybe, maybe actually, Amy let's has to be open honest. All of Trace- Amy's been opening Tracy's yeah. pills for, well, for since medicine. she was five. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, then I'll be Aggie and you can be Amy. If we think that probably Aggie's going to win this, I will give you a game of Thumb War. Okay, and I'm not going right. to hold out on this, Gemma. Right, oh, you no. Know, Amy Barlow. See, your thumb is twice the size of my thumb. <laughs> and we're the same size. Right, this is it. The finale of Coronation Street Squid Game. <laughs> Aggie versus Amy. You ready, Gemma? Yeah. One, One two, two, three, four. four. I, I declare, declare a thumb, thumb war. war. Ah, ah. No, no! <laughs> Jesus. Aggie, Aggie wins. Sorry, you're right. I need to cut my fingernails there now. Aggie wins. Aggie gets the reprieve. Aggie gets the Weatherfield windfall. Amy, you nearly made Dead. it. 
Yeah, last last one there. Good try. She is eliminated. Aggie Bailey, you get to... Uh, I think you get to go and clean up the battlefield, actually, Aggie. Go and tend to all the wounded soldiers and uh, maybe harvest well, their organs. Can you do that? Is that part of your well, nice training? Then you get the extra money on top. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. She gets a bit of a bonus, doesn't she? What's I just... She, what is she going to spend her money on? Just, 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 just fixing Ed, Ed's gambling problem. I don't know whether I would. I think if I, I was her, I'd go money, off with somebody else because we might say just something, spend Michael? it again. Money doesn't fix gambling problems. No, exactly, exactly. So I, I just did a quick. Um, I did a, a random thingy on Amy versus. Aggie and, it, and it came out as Aggie, so she was destined to win. Oh, there we go then. Mm. And you know what? I'm quite pleased because I, I don't mind Aggie. I think I quite like her, actually. I like Aggie. I like Aggie. So um, I, I think, yeah, that, that could have been a lot worse. If somebody like, you know, Max had ended up winning, I think I'd just been a bit I disappointed think there. If they if they tweaked Aggie a little bit, she'd be much... Like, her quirk is... We always make fun of her quirk of putting stupid ingredients together. But if, she were, if they put a bit more thought into her weird culinary creations. Mm. Like, I don't know, like she's trying to make, um, she makes gravy, but she puts chili jam in it. Or, <laughs> you know, like she she gets Greg's uh, vegan sausage rolls, but she peps them up with a, by wrapping bacon around them to make them taste nice. Yeah. That kind of silly, kind of frivolous, but a bit more thought put into it rather than just random flavour combinations that... Yeah, I don't think that they go too heavy on Aggie's silly. They haven't recently. I think recently. I think that really she's quite a decent, solid character. We've seen her caring side through the COVID. We saw those uh, lovely scenes with uh, with Ed on the video chat when she was I living with Auntie Corona. Really We've liked seen... the line that she had the other day. She's just, I can't get rested. I got a caster on <laughs> yeah. the other end. And she had that great think... scene with Sally when they were running, going around the table with um, working yeah. out their strategy for the party. I think they're trying to put her in more scenes and mm. I think the same should be true for the rest of the Baileys. Well, they'll they be able to... to now, won't they? Because they're now 30 characters down. <laughs> yeah. Aggie's going to so, get centre stage. She's, her poor son's died. Yeah, she's still got Ed. She's still got um, she's still got Michael. I mean, Ed, Ed was quite lucky to be honest to avoid the uh, the long list here. But uh, and Gemma, I can't believe that we didn't end up with Gemma on the you, list. But... You specifically said you didn't want Gemma to go in this. Mm. I just well, want to you, remind you what if, if people, other people can play this game themselves as well, can't they? If you like, if you like this idea, you make your list of thirty characters and then use the same criteria as us and uh, spend. Well, how long have we been doing this? Hour and a quarter. We spent a lot of this time reminiscing about our childhoods in a really boring way. No, people people enjoyed so it. Our, okay, should our we dead... just have a final? Um, Final, Rest in peace. Yeah, the the the, the, the characters that have fallen along the this way. This is like the Oscars when they have their. Yeah, R-O-P here is who is we have lost. Who we've lost this year, Gemma, Adam, Chesney, Gary. Uh, if I could be bothered, James, I'd be putting some sad music here, but you know I really can't. Liam, Jack, Kirk, Joseph, Max, Paul, <laughs> Ronnie. So sad. Simon. Tim. We hardly knew you. <laughs> Curtis, Sedan, Danny, Alia, Amy, Beth, Carla, Kathy, Daisy, such alphabetical order. Faye, Grace, Kelly, Lily, Maria, Mary, 
and summer thank oh, you for playing squid game thank you so much i mean you, you tried to get your weatherfield windfall but alas luck was not on your side nope sad times you're, 29. you're dead but Move congratulations on. aggie you've got another chance on the street so don't let us down if love. you could have picked anybody from this list to save if you were like we've got this good game god which who have you picked because i definitely would have picked gary you'd have gone for gary i see i yeah. definitely wouldn't have gone for gary um, well you're the one that put him in there Mm, yeah, 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 I know. Because you picked the men and I picked most of the women. It's, it's hard, actually. I mean, I, I, I've got a bit of a fondness for for Cathy, as, as imbecilic as they make her sometimes. And, and Melanie Hill is a very lovely lady um, and a very talented actress as well when they give her the right material. So I'd, I'd quite like to save um, Cathy. I feel bad that Carla would be going because she has been such a great character. I know, but Amy, everybody's got a love. shelf life. You know, I really like gazpacho but i don't keep it in my fridge for five years yeah very true very true um yeah i mean aggie would be fairly high up there to be honest um what to keep yeah yeah to keep yeah. And, and um like I said, I, i'm really attached I, to aggie I, now I, I feel like i'm protective over aggie now me me and her have gone and you we've mm, all gone through this process we have we have really traumatic um We've got PTSD from it and everything. Watching all these people getting chewed alive by Yorkshire Terriers and stuff. And now Aggie and I and you, we've yeah. got a bond, haven't we? See, I, I know she made it to the final and I, and I was going for Aggie at the end. But I, I quite like Amy as well. We have really loved Amy in the past. And I think the only reason maybe we're a little bit down on her at the moment is because they haven't given us stuff they to do. She but hasn't she, done anything She has years. been brilliant. And I, and I do think that Elma Vaney is cracking. And, and I, like I think that the... when she gets old enough and, they, and they, they, they're then going to give her her proper stories. They tried with the pregnancy story and that fell flat on its face. But um, yeah, I, I, I honestly, I think that Amy could grow to be a, um, a really good, um, fun and... Um, Trixie sort of Coronation Street character, a bit of a chip off the old block of both Tracy and Blanche, to be honest. So um, I think either of those two. So I, I certainly didn't engineer them to be in the final. I don't think that could have happened. I, that would have had to have, uh, I'd have to have given it a, a little bit more thought there. But yeah, I, I'd, I'd have had either of them when I'd been happy with that. But, um, I think we're done, Gemma. We Same might, time well... next year. <laughs> Back for season two. Um, if you've watched Squid Game, you'll know that there's a variety of really cringy American, like, uh, what's it called? Um, watchers who like bet on it. And that's you who are listening now. Yes. I wonder if any of our listeners had any, any of our, uh, I know our name kind of pegged for, for the start going, oh, I, I'm I really, for, hope that really so rooting so for Danny. Comes through. He's the top <laughs> chef in Weatherfield after Robert died. Yeah, exactly. And well, I think that if uh, we need to put him and Zidane, put them at um, loggerheads and have a given oh. sort of an Iron Chef kind of deal. But um, in the afterlife, maybe they can do that. I think we're done, Gemma. Everybody, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, I do like the silliness sometimes. We need to do more things like that because both that and the Christmas predictions that we did recently was um, was both very silly and it didn't require a whole lot of planning and um, lots of smiles and lots of laughs. If I assume if you made it to this far, you must have enjoyed it because there is a pause button and a delete button on this. So um, thanks for sticking it out. Um, and Tell did us anybody, who did you any... would have saved. Yeah, who, who would have been exactly. first on the chopping block? Do is there have... anybody on our uh, on our long list or that wasn't on our long list that you would have absolutely put on yours? Who? Yes, exactly. And also, um, do you have any childhood games that you would like to put forward for next year's Squid Game? Yes, any of these things, absolutely fine. Or maybe we should do it next year with a um, 
<laughs> if we were to do this again, just with classic characters or something. Because we, when we when we came up with the idea of Coronation Street Squid Game, we were like, well, how can we actually do this? And we're like, which characters are going to be involved? And then it was only a few days ago where I thought, well, let's let's do it as a character cull. But um, yeah, I reckon having having something like this, but for for older characters, could certainly work as well. But... Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you at the weekend with our. Well, you've seen it in the weekend. It won't. It won't. Well, I, I think we'll still record on Friday, to be honest, because oh great, I don't do a midweek record. Maybe Thursday. I'll have to see. Well, I'll have to I see was how my excited about going. having a Friday off. I was um, like, what should we do? We'll discuss this later, darling. Yeah, I think we might have to. <laughs> yes, because Coronation Street. I didn't mention on the uh, podcast last week. It's Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday this week. Because I'm up at ball, and um, yeah, then a long weekend. Bailey. Yeah, exactly. Right, time to go. Goodbye, everybody. Ta-ra for now. Bye. Bye. The music for this episode came from podcastdeans.com. <laughs>